on today's edition of ITM, we have a punctured lung. Not one of us, just Tyrod Taylor. Uh, the Lightning are up 2-1. Last time they were up 2-1, though, they lost to the Hawks. And uh, the Bulls hired Billy Donovan for four years. Uh, the Bulls are back. Just That's just me talking, no one else. Uh, what's going on, guys? We are inside the mine. Welcome to episode 38. I'm Matt, joined by Kevin and Chris. How you guys doing? Hi, hi y'all. Hi, y'all. Wait, you... You just messed up the name to our show. You said inside the mind. Inside the minds. <laughs> there we go. Are we only? I mean, we basically are just one. We mind. are missing a mind, though. We are missing a mind today because yeah, we are. You know, Bart. Bart. So there you go. I'm doing this episode on behalf of him. That's why. In memory Dedicating of Bart. Dedicating it to him. Yep. Yes, in memory of Bart. So again, <laughs> inside the minds. Your head. He's not dead. He's just in class. For food, beer, sports, and some sometimes shenanigans, and we all started betting too. So we'll go inside the parlays. Today's episode, I'm flip around a bit because we usually do this segment called False Top Five. I have a hilarious one. I just found it, and these are real things. And we went on Reddit. I found it. I was like, okay, let's do it. So, you guys ready for this? Chris, you ready? Kevin? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So, these are your false top five worst things to see on your performance evaluation. Five going down one. Number five. (laughs) Since my last report, this employee has has reached rock bottom. And has started to dig. This is an actual. <laughs> this is an actual one on a performance report. Number four, he sets low personal standards and then consistently fails to achieve them. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Number three. Hold on. These get better. This employee is depriving a village somewhere of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, his men would follow him anywhere, but only out of morbid curiosity. <laughs> and number one, this is the best one. I would not allow this employee to breed. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a savage one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, speaking of performance reviews, um, Tyrod Taylor and apparently Justin Herbert's dad gave him an injection the last Sunday, and that's exactly where Herbert started. But let me go back a little bit. Review, Kevin, give us your beer review of a tardy and juicy, soury IPA. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Let's see. This this one, I actually had to point in the menu because the name confused me so much, um, just because there's so much going on. But yeah, it's called the Epic Tart and Juicy Sour IPA. So Epic is the brewing company. They're based out in Colorado. Tart and Juicy is the name of the beer. Tart and Juicy. And, and then Sour IPA, which I didn't All even right. know was a thing. Um, have you guys ever had a Sour IPA before? I've had a Sour beer, not a Sour IPA. Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, I love Sour beers. I hate IPAs, so... I was like, one of these has to be true in this beer, so might as well try it. I just got like a little one dollar sample of it. Um, it was like two ounces or something, three ounces, and you know what? I could not tell you it was an IPA. You could oh. have blindfolded me. You could have told me a thousand times over that it was an IPA. You could have put some hops in my face. Yep, would not have believed you. It tastes more sour than a or like more like a sour beer than an actual sour beer taste. I was blown away. It wasn't overpowering. It had delicious flavor. I couldn't tell you like what sour fruit it was. Um, it didn't say it on the menu, but by far the best IPA I've ever had. And I'm willing to say it might be the best sour beer I've ever had. Mm. It was phenomenal, incredible. If you can find it on tap somewhere, do it. It was at the Tap House, which is a Chicago, Naperville-ish area thing. Um, but if you can find it in Colorado or wherever, 
You Naperville, are. Naperville is kind of far from Chicago, so well, I don't know. You're going to have to decide. Yeah, because I was going to say <laughs> Chicago <laughs> suburb area. But then it's like Naperville, Plainfield, Oswego, and then there's like one other location. Um, so Naperville suburb area. <laughs> so nice. let me let me ask you this. So the first thought that kind of came to mind was like a beer that tasted just like a Sour Patch Kid. Was that kind of the vibe that you were getting from if it? If it tasted like a Sour Patch Kid, I'd throw it up. <laughs> really? Uh, you don't like Sour Patch be, Kids? Oh, no. That'd just be too sugary for a beer. Oh, that's true. Um, so like Sour Skittles. How about that? I would say, yeah, closer to Sour Skittle. Um, like a sour. And I remember like now Skittles aren't sour but they used to be very much more sour than they were. <laughs> like if you combined a sour lemon and sour orange Skittle, that's kind of what this beer would taste like. Okay. I dig it. But yeah, overall, like my rating for this beer, a solid nine out of 10. It might okay. be higher than that. If I had the full beer and that's how I go to this place, which might be tomorrow actually, or well today for you listening to this. Look at you. I might, I might get the full beer and see if I like it for an entire one. Um, but yeah, absolutely the best sour beer and IPA I've ever had. So absolutely should try it. Nice. Nine out of 10. Nine out of 10. For the epic tart and juicy sour. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Epic (laughs) tart and juicy sour IPA. Yep. Nine out of 10, according to Kevin. So you gave it a pretty high rating. So like, is this one of your top beers you've ever had ever? I would say it's easily in the top 10. About top five. It has, to be to remember. it has to be close though. Like I would say it's probably like five, six around that area. Uh, nice. I like it. It's high up there. Like next time you guys come to us, we go. We might go there and I'll have you guys try it. We're going to Tap House and I'm having some epic beer. Yeah, on Saturday when you miss your mother's birthday party. Literally and figuratively. No, I will no. <laughs> no, Kevin. That is a negative. Jolanta, um, if you're listening to this, you're welcome to come too. She is definitely not listening because she does not understand English. But these were radio stars, <laughs> not podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, we are on ESPN radio. Um, not really, but we should be. Anyway. Sort of. Um, the affiliate to the affiliate to the affiliate of the affiliate <laughs> of ESPN Radio. For the partner radio station that is a sister the station. Part, um, the, that the it can sister be station's from, partner. Oh, that can be affiliate. found on Spotify. We, <laughs> we are there the assistant to the regional manager's affiliate podcast. Absolutely. We we are the Dunder Mifflin. We are the white shrewd of Dunder Mifflin. There you go. When he was assistant to the regional manager. Anyway, all right. NFL, no, we talked about it a little bit, but this actually came out a couple of days ago. Um, Tyrod Taylor is getting an injection for his – he had a cracked rib. I, I can only imagine how much that hurt, number one. But number two, he was getting an injection. Not only did it go past his ribs, but it went into his lung. His lung got, lung got punctured. And my conspiracy theory is, is that Justin Herbert's dad was his doctor. What about you guys? <laughs> uh, I just think that – Maybe Los Angeles Chargers left their actual team doctor in San Diego, so they pulled the janitor out of SoFi Stadium and just had him kind of was like, hey, you see this guy's chest? Just kind of shove that needle in there. What could go wrong? A lot. A lot lot can go wrong. Actually, a lot could go right for the Chargers because Justin Herbert is phenomenal, 
Esther he looked out. very good. He did look very good. I don't know if he's completely ready, but... Well, we'll he see. was my pick for the rookie of the year if Tua doesn't start early on, which doesn't look like it's going to happen. You did. You did say that. Yeah, I was no. like, oh, oh. Justin Herbert is going to have the starting job for the rest of the season. He's not going to relinquish it because Taylor's going to be out for six or seven weeks. Like, they're not going to bring Taylor back in unless the Chargers he are did, one He did 10. very well. He did very well against the Chiefs defense. That is actually pretty good. Yeah, they, so. the Chiefs improved their defense from last year, the last two years. So he threw over 300 yards, had a couple touchdowns. He looked good, and now this week, who are the Chargers playing this week? Uh, the Panthers, which don't have a good defense at all. Correct. So, like, he's going to have another great week. He's going to be building off his confidence, and I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Easy. Um, it's unfortunate what happened to Tyra Taylor. You don't want somebody to go out like that at Chris. Well, if Joe um, Burrow keeps throwing at 60 times a game, he's definitely going to win Rookie of the Year. Different divisions because they they'll do AFC and NFC Rookie of the Year. So do they? Yeah. I thought they didn't. Oh my bad. I thought they did offensive and defensive. Uh, Is both true for both divisions? Yes. Okay. Never mind. All right. So, <laughs> so I got I got a thought that just popped in my head. Right. So you know the you know the freak injury that Drew Bledsoe got that caused Tom Brady to come into the game and he became the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh-oh. What if that's the freak thing? What if that's the freak thing that Justin Herbert gets? He gets his shot that no one ever expected him to get, and now he becomes like maybe a top top ten quarterback in the league. Hold on, was that Brady's rookie year though, or was it a second year? It was a second year. Okay, all right. Well, okay, fair enough. Poor Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I will say that. Poor Drew Bledsoe too. Yeah, honestly, because Bledsoe's probably looking at this like, eh, uh, okay, well, here we go again. But um, I wouldn't mind. I honestly, like, I want to see how he does this game before, like, okay, because Anthony Lynn is still set on Tyra Taylor as a starter. So I guess we'll see. He's not now. (laughs) He's not now, The season that Brady came in, though, he might as well have been a rookie. Because his actual rookie season in 2000, he threw three passes all year. Okay. I'm just saying that his true first season, he went off because of a, because of the injury to Drew Bledsoe. Uh, let's calm down with going off. He was a game manager. He did not go off. He handed the ball off a lot and made five-yard passes. Yeah, that's still true, but he's still... Yeah, let but he won a Super Bowl that year, didn't he? Yeah, he won a Super Bowl that year, and he let it yeah, come back against the Rams. Game. Yeah, so yeah, but he still almost threw for three thousand yards. I'm just saying that, you know, if just throwing a guy in, into it when that's true when he wasn't expected to play in the first place, like round pick. And Herbert's not a game manager. He has a cannon for an arm. He's not going to be afraid to sling and it down. He, can run. he, he can run. I think he'll be like. He comes from a spread offense from in, in Oregon, so I think he'll be a knockoff Pat Mahomes. Okay, <laughs> like just uh, like Pat Mahomes. <laughs> like Pat Mahomes is obviously elite. I think Justin Herbert is going to be just below elite, whatever that tier is. Like very, very, very good. Again, let's give him a couple games before we start saying elite. Me and Bart are all aboard. The Herbert hype train. I am too. I'd love to see him play, but we'll I've see. been on the Herbert hype right. train since he was in college, so like I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. Chris's terrible take of the day, sponsored by me. Um Justin You Herbert. owe us five dollars, by the way. Ah, oh, dang it. Well, yeah, you're right. I haven't paid you guys yet. 
You didn't pay Justin Herbert. Justin, Justin Herbert will will win more Super Bowls with the Chargers than Brady did with the Patriots. Oh God. Okay, we are officially changing the subject. Uh, to <laughs> you dismiss from the podcast. You're not allowed to talk the rest of the time. You're in time. No. Okay. Well, he's in timeout until until now. Uh, so. <laughs> Saquon's injured. He's done for the year. ACL. CMC, Christian McCaffrey. He is has a high ankle sprain. He's out six to eight weeks or four to six weeks. One of those. Six-week mark. I know it's a six-week mark. Yeah. I've, I've seen the six weeks. Um, the Panthers are going to struggle. Well, first of all, let's talk about Saquon. Giants are done. I. They were I already know. done before yeah, that. Yeah, they do not have a good offensive done. line. Um, Sterling Shepard is on an IR. He's probably going to stay on RAR. Uh, they don't have any – they do have decent running backs. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the Giants at all whatsoever. They can be in the running for the worst team in New York. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Which is a pretty tight race. It really is. It can be. <laughs> so, um, And then Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers are going to struggle. Teddy Bridgewater is very – he's decent. He's okay, Kevin. Yes, he is better than Mitch Trubisky. There's, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that can be better. But I'm just saying, like Bridgewater was, he didn't get a lot of money for this reason because the Panthers wanted to see how he does. And for me, he has like kind of like a noodle for his arm. They have, the Panthers have three slot receivers, so that's just me. The Giants are done. The Panthers are there, but I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I think. Bridgewater's bigger issues is that his receivers aren't that good. Um, I mean, he was throwing to Michael Thomas last year. That's a big difference. It's also true. Yes. So, um, and he had Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Yeah, exactly. Now he just had CMC and he's hurt. So, I mean, it's going to be bad for the Panthers. They're easily finishing last in this division now. They have a bunch of rookies on defense too. Yeah, so I don't see any hope for the Panthers this year. But – who knows? There's been bigger surprises. Like, but yeah, I don't I don't see anything happening. Chris, what do you think? I just want to say that I don't have really an opinion on, on Bridgewater at all because I think I think he's a system quarterback. He's definitely a system quarterback because I think he would have thrived in New Orleans. I think he would have yeah. been a great quarterback under Sean Payton with Kamara and Thomas out there with him. Well, the point that I want to get to is I feel so bad for Saquon. He is such a likable guy. He's such a good player. He's such a talent. And God, I just I, I hate to think that he's going to be one of those what-if stories because he just can't stay healthy. He was hurt for a couple games last year, right? He had a sprained ankle. I think he, he missed, missed like three, three weeks. He missed yeah. three three games last week. Or last year, I'm not. That I mean, it could either go down the tubes or it can be an Adrian Peterson redemption story and he can run for 2,000 yards next year. <laughs> I hope so. Only oh, they traded out of the Giants because the Giants are freaking terrible. And if you watch teams play against the Giants, on first and second down, they blitz everyone because they know Saquon's getting the ball. He gets tackled for minus four. Like, Which is exactly what the Bears did. <laughs> exactly. In week one, it happened. And that's why Saquon had six yards of the entire game. Like, He's such an athlete. I mean, he hurdles everybody, but I don't know. Yeah, he needs to get traded. 
Christian McCaffrey will be fine. He'll come back, and the Panthers are still going to be irrelevant. But he's gonna he's gonna put up some stats. I I have a feeling that even with the games that he misses, he'll still rush over a thousand yards, or he'll go mean not not rush. I'm sorry, he'll have one thousand yards from scrimmage. Just about. Um, and then our last NFL topic are the Raiders legitimate guys. Um, Chris, no. what do you think? What did uh, Kevin? I asked Chris. Chris, go ahead. No, <laughs> no, no. Kevin has a major opinion that I think needs to be shared and spread throughout the world, so I'll let him go first. Okay. All right, Kevin, spread your love. For the no, Raiders. because Derek Carr is their quarterback. That's it. That's the tweet. Um, no. oh. Correct. <laughs> but, but Josh Jacobs thought- is a freaking monster. He's going to win the ru- rushing title this year. But he is. He's in a, he's in a good offense. Um their car is that is uh he has pretty okay receivers to throw to he has some good weapons he I has mean, a good tight end to throw to he has rugs the third now and hunter no. Renfro. so like, right. he has the weapons and zay nelson, jones is there uh, he's aguilar. a pretty good receiver nelson aguilar that drops everything but he has um, more touchdowns than the entire eagles offense first yeah that is that touchdowns. is very true oh my god the eagles carson one's definitely regressed oh my god um and the raiders Stevens is pretty good and john gruden uh, I mean, as much of a character as he is, he's he knows his football. So, I think I don't know about like what I don't know how far they'll get into in their division. I mean, I mean the Chiefs are in their division, so that hurts, right? <laughs> so, so the Chiefs, the Raiders, Broncos, and the who's the fourth team? Someone help me out. The Chargers. <laughs> The Chargers. We just talked about the match. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Uh, yeah, no, the Chargers are definitely getting second place in the division. So I don't know. We'll see. I see them going ten and six. I don't know about if that's legitimate or not, but ten and six is a pretty good. That could get them wild card spot, and that would make them legitimate. So yeah, absolutely. So I could definitely see them being legitimate because, and I think it's. I think it's for the reason that I see a lot of other teams that are that are really legit, and it's my personal philosophy. It's defense wins championships. Now, the Raiders' offense is middle of the pack right now. They're 15th in passing yards, 15th in rushing yards to start off this season. But the biggest thing that gets me is that they have the fourth-best defense in the league right now, and they've only given up 34 points this year. That's – or excuse me, they have the fourth-best – offense in the division or in the in the league jesus it's I'm like all fourth over the in the place. division not good chris yeah fourth f- fourth in the league in scoring and I mean, right i was gonna say because defense they definitely because the panthers top score 30 their top half <laughs> which i think that they could they could improve that by all means i i, I want to jump on the raiders bandwagon first year in vegas I know there's no fans, but they have a cool stadium. Think maybe maybe a change of scenery is what they actually needed. Oh, also Richie Incognito's out for th- at least three weeks, which is a guy I forgot was even in the league. Same. Yeah, and he's pretty decent too. He's actually still pretty good for being as old as he is. Um, all right, boys. So before we jump to the topic, let's go inside our parlays. So since it is you know for the weekend, uh, who wants to go first? Me. Because mine's the most ridiculous. Yeah, how many – you have a 15-team parlay, don't you? 15-team parlay. Mine's, mine's the least ridiculous, so 
you can go last. No one cares. Okay. <laughs> That's what my mom said when I was born. Oh, well, this oh. is a good turn again. Two weeks in a yeah, row we took turns. It's okay because we're talking about gambling. Yep. So. All right. So starting off, you're on here. <laughs> my parents the opposite of keeping me. Oh, uh, starting off with the opposite of what Matt did this <laughs> week. I'm going to take Jacksonville on the money line. Well, by the time you guys are listening to that, we'll know if that was stupid or not. Um, and then I'm going to have the Falcons over the Bears on the money line. We're going to go Patriots over the Raiders, which I'm nervous about that one. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, Bills over the Rams, money line. Vikings over the Titans, upset alert. I'm 100% going to regret that one. You guys don't get that one, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, Browns over Washington. Is anyone surprised by that one? No? Okay, cool. I wanted to bet on that game, but I was like, no, I don't. (laughs) Uh, They're such, I mean, not heavy favorites, but they're favorite. They're minus three forty for that game. Browns are as favorites. Really? Yeah, I took them on the money line. Dude, it's Washington. <laughs> I know, but I, and no, the Browns looked ago. good last year and or last week. And if they stick with uh, Chubb and Kamar or what's his name, uh, Hunt. What's Kareem Hunt? Kareem Chubb. There you I was go. gonna say Kamara yes. Hunt. <laughs> like that's not very right. good. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and folks on the running game, they'll be fine. And we got the Eagles over the Bengals. I think the Bengals could upset them because the Eagles looked real bad last week against the Rams. But I'm going to keep faith that they'll eventually catch a touchdown. Uh, the first non-money line game I have is the 49ers and Giants game. I took the under at 41 and a half. Yeah, it's a good under. The... 49ers lost their entire team last week to injuries, and then the Giants don't have a state. Nick Mullen is starting, so. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, But the Giants also lost Saquon and Sterling Shepard, so that's their two top offensive weapons. So, yeah, that under's going to hit. Um, Then I got the Chargers over the Panthers in the money line, which we already talked about. Here's where it starts to get interesting a little bit. We got the Seahawks and the Cowboys with the over 55.5 points. That's going to be a track meet, hopefully. Uh, um, okay. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, the Cowboys just put up 40 points, and then the Seahawks against put up the Falcons Against the Falcons' defense. Uh, the Seahawks just gave up 30 points to the Pats. So that had Cam Newton. But okay. Yeah, you, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys have Zeke and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. Continuing, um, got the Cardinals on the money line over the Lions, of course. I am going with my first spread ever because I finally learned what this meant today. <laughs> I'm going with the Colts. It does not mean your legs. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts at minus 11.5 on the spread. I think they'll cover that. Um, and then That's a Tampa. pretty heavy spread for football. Yeah, I know. That's what I was like. I'm but they're also playing the Jets. Yeah, they're playing I know, the Jets. But... I was like, it's the Jets. Um, <laughs> and then I got Tampa on the money line. And then my last two here, Green Bay and New Orleans Saints took the over at 52.5. Both those teams have been throwing up points like it's their job. And then the Chiefs at Ravens, the best for last, over at 54.5. No way that doesn't hit. Um. Well, that's one out of fifteen that you say no way to. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it doesn't. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> all right, so these are all just money line picks. I I don't do anything too extreme like Kevin does. I was feeling um, ballsy today. I won eighty dollars in the last two days. So, so was Bart. this is yeah, no <laughs> kidding. So this is a four team, and it's all on the money line. I got the Bears over the Falcons. They're they're an underdog at, at um, not at home. Uh, oh, they're a visiting underdog. And the thing about the Falcons, I I just don't trust Matt Ryan this year. I just I just don't. Julio trust Jones him. is also out. I don't know if you knew that, Kevin. Yeah. So. Yeah, Julio Jones is probably going to sit this game out. That's better for my fantasy team than Calvin Ridley. So I ain't got no worries. Um, pick the Patriots over the Raiders, even though I just said that, that the I think that, they'll be a, that, that they're legit and they'll be a surprise team. I just I, I think Cam Newton is just doing way too well in that system right now. He and is. They're also at home, so as long as Josh Daniels McDaniel's calls the right place, plays for him, he's in that designed run on the one yard line with time. Those are trash. Those are trash. Don't do it. Uh, I took Cincinnati over the Eagles. I know they're an away dog, but it's another thing (laughs) (laughs) where I, I just I don't trust Carson Wentz this year. Just I just don't. Doesn't. I feel I feel better about Joe Burrow getting his first NFL win than I do Carson Wentz just getting started. So Wait, you chose who? The Joe Bengals? Burrow getting his first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Bengals. All right. So the Bengals are plus one eighty four right now on the road against Philadelphia. All right. Uh, the last one that I did was the. Was the 49ers over the Giants? Giants just don't look good. Um, and I know they they almost made the comeback against the Bears, but I mean they, they just didn't score. They just can't score. And even if their defense makes some stands, it just doesn't compensate for their offense. Saquon's out, and the 49ers are uh, minus 184 on the road in East Rutherford. All right. Let me go with Bart's first. He has okay. a he has a parlay as well. He's got the Bears on the money line, the Bills on the money line, Seattle on the money line, Chargers on the money line, Arizona at minus five and a half, Tampa at minus six, Colts at minus eleven, and there you go. One, two, three, four, five. That's a seventeen parlay. All right, good take it. Half of what mine was. Yeah, and I, mine is an eleven team parlay. I oh, had yeah. nine. I had nine dollars oh left my in my FanDuel. I had nine dollars left in my FanDuel account. And I'm like, I'm not going to put anything back in there until I officially lose all of it. And if I do lose all of it, it's thirty nine cents, and I can't bet less than a dollar. So I guess we'll see how what happens with this. But starting off, I have the Eagles over the Bengals. Um, I just it's the Bengals, and they're playing on the road at Philadelphia. So I just feel confident about that one. Uh, this is where I probably screwed up with my second pick, the Dolphins over the Jags. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. I That was a typo. I mean, if Tua saying. comes in this game, I think you'll win it. But Yep. Yeah, that's about. So, it. I guess. I guess we'll see. I have the Pats against the Ra- over the Raiders in the money line, um, and they're, the Pats are playing at home too. So, and the Raiders are going all the way from Vegas to New England, so that'll play play some part. Uh, the Rams over the Bills. 
I don't know why I chose that one. I don't know why I was feeling so confident with the Rams, but you know, we're here. We are um, the Titans over the Vikings, uh, the Steelers over the Texans. I like. I get it. Sean Watson is a very little chance of win, uh, losing three in a row, but it's Deshaun Watson, and he's facing a great defense. So, Chargers over the Panthers, the Seahawks money line over Dallas, Arizona over Detroit. Um, this is probably where Matt Patricia gets fired. Uh, maybe if he loses, hopefully he does. And then Indianapolis Colts over the Jets. This is definitely if the Colts win, uh, Gase is fired for sure. Depending on like how bad the Jets lose, <laughs> especially and, after that protest today. Yeah, and then the Bucks over Denver. Um, it's my 11 team parlay. Hopefully, I win some money. So then, that way, you know, I can. I don't have 39 cents left in my name, at least in Fanduel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, let's move on to the NBA. Uh, let's talk about the teams, the playoffs first. Miami's up three one over Boston. Kevin, what do you think about Tyler Hero? Because he is he's a bucket. Let's he's go. Phenomenal. Oh my god! Phenomenal. Literally could not stop him last night. He was so efficient. At one point, he was like 13 for 19. He almost averages a triple-double right now as a rookie in his first playoffs. He's ever, or he's scored at least double figures every single game in the bubble. Like, can he, can he even do anything wrong? I don't think so. Like, it's beautiful. I love to see it. No, he's awesome. He's he's a great player. I'm super, like, I'm rooting for him. The whole the whole Heat team is just full of, like, grinders and ballers, and they can all play defense, and anyone can score. They like, play no, he, team basketball like nobody's business. Yeah, it's Miami's great, and Sproles are such a great coach. And, Chris, you had, you had uh, some kind of interest in this game. You had bet- a betting interest, right? Oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah. <laughs> so... I had 22 total bets in this game. <laughs> Degenerate. I had 22 total bets in this game, and it 22. wasn't. <laughs> um, but were you singing Taylor Swift in your head? Yeah, actually, that was that was playing on repeat the entire game. I don't know about you, That's but you're playing. you're feeling you're feeling 22. Yeah, That's playing on repeat for me every day of my life, just in general. So Damn. yeah, but you're not 22 anymore. Anymore. You look like you're but, 32. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, <laughs> whoa. But yeah, I had 22 total bets in this game, and I won 20 of them. So I'm pretty happy about that. But the thing was, is like, don't don't take that as as oh, I made a ton of money la- last night. No, it, it was a lot of pretty safe bets that I made and. Honestly, I only made like ten bucks from it, but ten bucks, ten bucks is ten bucks is something. So I'll take it nice. by, by all means. But um, no, no, sorry, I had to do the figure again. Yeah, it was it was about ten bucks. So you know, if you do if you do the math on it, you know, I was winning like. 25 30 35 cents a bet so i'm oh and, okay and they're all, all right. that's they're how all, low they were they were all they were all one dollar bets so don't all look right. at me as I like i made three hundred dollars yesterday no i did i mean i made eighty dollars off that game so one of us is better at gambling than the other one of us takes, i only had one seven of us, bets. one of us takes a lot more risk than the other it pays off though i won the most of everyone on this podcast so so far 
Very true. I've lost the most. I can no Bart's definitely Bart, up there. Bart is, Bart is Bart. definitely up there. Bart yeah. he lost like a hundred dollars in the first day of being on Fanduel. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He did, he did bid a lot of futures, but then he lost it all. Like I don't know, uh, but then he lost the rest of it. So, but I don't see Boston coming back from this at all whatsoever. They're not a team to overcome adversity at all whatsoever. Miami, if they were down, you know, opposite three one, I could see them coming back. But I don't. I don't know. Miami so can here's close this out. Here's the thing with me, though. I know it was trending on Twitter a little earlier today, but Celtics and seven was trending. <laughs> I'm going to go on a whim and say that it could happen. I want. And the, and, well, I and want the reason I say that. Seven. The reason I say that is because the the Heat's wins in this series they've only combined for 11 points total. Yeah, so they're close. They won won game one by three. They won game two by five, and they won last night by three. Yep. Like, the thing is, is that the Celtics are keeping it close, and when the Celtics win, they win by double digits. So I'm thinking if they're getting hot early, like they should have last night, and Jason Tatum couldn't make a shot, and that was one of the bets I lost, actually. He still hit our overs for his points. Well, rebounds and assists. Uh, yeah. Awkward. Point being is that I think if the Celtics get hot, yeah, I think I think if they're consistent too, they could still take this back. But three one is still three one. It hasn't been done too many times in the history of the league. I mean, it's been done once already this season, but or this postseason. Uh, but it's been done twice. Still. Oh, has it? Both by the Nuggets. Back-to-back series. They were down 3-1 in the first? Yep. Yeah, the Nuggets are grinders. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. I didn't realize yep. that. Okay. So it's been done twice by the same team, and it it's might be three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know but, Kevin loves to hear that. But, you know, Chris, I agree with you that it could get forced seven, but I think that he would still win it. I think Jimmy Butler would be like, okay, I'm done playing with you guys and go off for 50. Um, yeah, yeah, I actually do that too. I wanted There's... to go seven because I have a bet on the series to go seven, but the Heat. Jesus. So I needed to go seven. Um, but yeah, I think the Heat are still going to win the series. Yeah, they're gonna. The Celtics are definitely going to need someone else to get gather their assists every game. I mean, if you have Marcus Smart getting your being your assist leader, that's not good. Um, yeah, you're going to need Kemba. Smart. You're going to need Kemba to be up there. You're going to need. Jalen Brown, you're gonna need Jason Tatum to be up there, distribute the ball, share it around, score some points. I I, I like how know. you're saying you don't think that their point guard should have their assist. Well, not a player like that Marcus def- Smart. That defeats the purpose of the point guard. Correct, but I just don't know. Like <laughs> I, anyway, moving on. But I'm just saying. But yeah, I it, it can go seven, but Miami can very well just close it out and be like, no, Jimmy's gonna be like, I ain't playing with y'all anymore. So so yeah. But moving on. So speaking Lakers, of the game, yeah, that's well, the game that's going to be happening in a half hour from this yeah, recording. Absolutely. Uh, the Nuggets <laughs> grinded out a win. Um, they are still down two one against the Lakers. Could have easily uh, been up two to one. So I want to make that point. They, they, they could have been. They could have been because I don't know if this is just an off night or this is the Lakers that were the rest of the, the Lakers are going to see for the rest of the series. Um. You really yeah, think that's know. the Lakers are going to see for the rest of the series? 
Because the players we saw the rest or are going to see for the rest of the series did show up in that fourth quarter when they were down twenty and brought it back to within three with a minute left. They did. So yeah, I'm not worried about the Lakers at all. Every series they've been blown out one game and then they turn it on. So now you're waking up the Lakers with two games left in the series, and they're going to still be awake when they get to the finals. Or is it vice versa? Is it Nuggets? Is are the Nuggets just going to probably grind out another win? All I'm saying is that if you would have said three years ago, there's a legitimate shot at a Nuggets Heat final. I would have believed one of those. Anybody would have believed you. No, I would have believed the Heat, but the Nuggets would have laughed you into a different planet. I think that Jimmy has a. If that happens, Jimmy has a chance to go off and just score 40, 50 a game. Well, Jimmy's never been that much of a scorer. Like he'll go off for thirty, but like. Yeah, he's not going to get you 50. Or, I mean, you know, Tyler Hero might as well just do the work. Hey. Um, but AD can't have zero rebounds going into the fourth quarter. I saw that. I turned the game on after watching Star Wars. By the way, Kevin got me into Star Wars through yeah, episode yeah. two. We're watching episode three tonight. We'll uh, see. Yeah. I might be paying attention to one of my bets today that I already royally screwed up. But <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, know. AD can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he ended up with like three, which is not good for him because I bet him Do to have actually. over. Oh, well, I bet him to have the over on 14 and a half. So, Jesus, I was he he had 14 in game two. And I was like, yeah, he's looking good. Jokic is not looking great on him. Like, he'll get 15, no problem. Yeah, okay. That's right. Two. The thing, Freaking. so a thing a for me, you don't have to hit rebounds anymore. The thing for me, especially with Tyler Tyler Hero, though, is that he did. I mean, he went off yesterday. He shot fourteen for twenty one, five for ten for three, and didn't miss a free throw. But when you're shooting sixty six percent from the from the floor, is that going to be sustainable? Because I think if Tyler Hero doesn't have that game, and Jason Tatum has a regular game. Oh yeah. We're not we're talking about tied series. So yeah. that's kind of my concern for the Heat moving forward is Jason Tatum didn't have a good game whatsoever, especially in the first half. But you know, Tyler Harrow went off for his for his best game of the of the entire playoffs. Of his career. So um I mean yeah that was his that was his breakout Tyler, game for sure. Tyler Harrow's twenty years old by the way. Yeah. I don't know if y'all knew I he's not twenty three. Huh? He's not Carter Hart. He's better than Carter Hart. He's exactly. not Carter Hart. Uh, but no, Tyler Hero, he plays the game at his speed. He doesn't slow down based on what the other team's doing. He doesn't speed up and get out of his rhythm. He plays his game no matter what. And now Eric Spolstra has that trust in him that he's like, all right, go play 30 minutes a night. Do what you want. He's like, okay, sure. Um, he's a walking bucket. He's going to be fine. I would not be surprised if he puts up 30 tomorrow again. Like, I didn't know he went to Kentucky. Yeah, he was the first he round. Was recruited by, he was actually recruited by Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin he, didn't want him for whatever reason. Then Calipari swooped in there and got him. Yeah, he's from really? Milwaukee. He's from Milwaukee, yep. He's, from, he's actually from Wisconsin, so Bucks fans must be pissed that not only did he beat his own team, his hometown team, but he didn't even go to Wisconsin. <laughs> Yikes. So that uh, that's always something to to ponder over if you're the Bucks. But anyway, or was that John Kyle Perry magic? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, here's the most exciting news for me. 
Yeah, Bulls hired Billy. The Bulls hired Billy Donovan the last night. No, two nights ago. One last night. Whatever it was. Yeah, Thursday, whatever Thursday, it is. Whatever it was. I didn't know the details of the contract. I was just excited when I saw the details of the contract. I was like, it's it has to be at least five years. It's four, four years, twenty four million, richest deal ever given out by the Bulls since Phil Jackson. But I'm not gonna call him Phil Jackson because let me explain. So. Kevin was here just, you know, trying to ruin my mojo. Every day, all day. What's up? With, with the Bulls. But, Chris, do you have any thoughts on Billy Donovan before I go on my exciting rant? <laughs> it's not a rant. Car- it's not, not going to be a rant. <laughs> Carna Service got his guy, and that's what I'm happy about because I think they they need him to just do what he wants because he's – he made Denver into a potential finals team. So they just need to let him go. I think, I think Jerry's going to let him do what he wants. And I think, I think it'll take off. I think Billy Donovan's going to be a great coach for them. Now he did stall a little bit in Oklahoma city. He definitely did, but I think he's very good at developing the young guys. And that's why he's at the NBA level. I think that's why they, that's why teams wanted him to be there. Yeah, he was a very successful college coach. The point being is that he can get the young guys up to the level that they need to be, or either to the level they didn't know they could even get to. So right. I think I think this is going to really pay off for them, especially with the young guys that I think that really didn't get developed by what's his nuts. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I can't remember. His <laughs> boil, boiling. Literally, it. I was trying to remember that, his name today earlier. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does not matter anymore. Here's the deal. I don't want Bill Donovan, Billy Donovan, to be Phil Jackson. I want him to be Doug Collins. I think that's a that's a very like it's a it's a good comparison because if you remember, Doug Collins actually was there coaching Michael Jordan before you know. Essentially, uh, Jerry Krause hired Phil Jackson to be the coach for the Bulls in the 90s. The thing is, is that Billy has a lot of talent to work with. Zach Levine is not a star. He's the third best player on any other team. Second best player at most. We have a lot of young talent. The Bulls, what AK needs to do, what Karnasovic has to do is go out and get a, a superstar. Like, he's doing this. He's doing all the right moves. A superstar can definitely come here. A superstar wasn't going to go to OKC. It's let's 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 face it, it's Oklahoma City. That 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 is what it is. I mean, Paul George went to OKC. He was traded there. If oh. you remember, yeah, he was traded there. Oh, he signed there. No, he was traded. Oh no, he signed an extension while he was there, though. He signed an extension, but which means he didn't go he there. He wanted to be there until. Uh, but but then he went to LA. Then he forced his way out into the Clippers, and then look where that got him. But. I'm just saying, like, this is a good prove-it contract. This is a good, like, okay, give me four years. I'll do what I can with this team, and I'm going to develop all the young talent that you guys have. But in the meantime, I'm pretty sure they're talking behind the scenes already. There's there's a lot of guys that are coming up on, you know, max deals as well. I mean, Giannis is going to be out there. ADs is going to be out there. I'm not counting on them coming here, but this is a good start. It's a great start. It's Chicago. It's a Mecca. Of bas- it's a not the Mecca. It's a Mecca of basketball. No one's going to want to go to New York with that mess going on over there. I get Tibbs is the head coach, but, you know, let it play out first. Uh, Brooklyn already has KD and uh, Kyrie. So it's a good chance. I It's a good prove-it deal. We'll see where this goes. I'm very excited for this. 
Obviously, he wasn't you know too successful in the playoffs, but we'll see where it goes. That, that's all I can say. They have to make an offer to Anthony Davis. Well, yeah, they have to make an offer. They have to make an offer to Bradley Beal. They have to make an offer to whoever Giannis. Giannis, I wouldn't mind Giannis going here. Yeah, they they at least have to call him. Right, absolutely. I mean, once the thing is, is that he's not going to get to free agency. He will resign before the window opens. Well, so here's the deal, though. Kevin. Just, you're not, you're not, you're not walking into the negotiation room. He's with going Star. to get his first ring this year, and he's not going to leave the mecca of basketball to go to. Wait, what? A, what? Anthony Wait, Davis. What? Oh, it's not. The, oh, no, New York. I thought you said is the mecca of basketball. Well, no, I thought no, you. New York. I th- no, I thought you meant Giannis. I'm like, what do you mean he's going to get his first ring this like, year? You've been paying attention at all. <laughs> no, Anthony Davis is going to get his first <laughs> ring. Giannis okay. is going to Miami. Anthony Davis is getting his first ring. He's going to be re-signed by LA the day after they get out of the bubble. Like Chicago's missing those two targets. 100%. I mean, you never know anymore because you're not walking into a negotiation room with Jim Boylan, Gar Foreman, and John Paxson. You are walking into a professional organization now with Arturis Carnesovis, Mark Eversley, which is a respectable name. Even in Nike's, he has a lot of Nike athletes under his belt because he used to work in Nike, he used to be an executive there. And then now Billy Donovan, which is loved by all of his college guys that went to school in Florida. So it's, but AD didn't go to college in Florida. He didn't go to Florida, but I'm just saying, Bradley Beal, Joakim Noah, those guys. Those okay, they, you could get Bradley Beal, and when I suggested that, you said no to that. So, Well, now I don't, <laughs> wouldn't mind it all whatsoever, but at the same time, it wouldn't make sense with Zach Levine, so it all depends. I mean, maybe they can, maybe Zach can switch roles, but I want Colby White to develop. I want Wendell Carter Jr. to develop. I want Otto Porter out of there as fast as possible, but it's not going to happen, so we'll see. And then Colby White, I mean, he's he's the biggest maybe on this team. Uh, I, all I'm saying is it's it's a new time. It's a new dawn. I don't want, like, I'm not expecting them to win over 40 next year because, you know, we'll see. But 40 is a good number to start off at. And that's that's an eighth seed in the East. One one last point I want to make before we move on to the NHL. I want you guys to answer this objectively. Anthony Davis is a star in this league, right? Correct. Was, Was the Lakers move a ring chase? No, that's he wants out of New Orleans, and he's tired of losing. It's not a ring chase, so, but like he wants. But to be was better. LeBron gonna win a ring with anyone else on that team? Yes. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it would be a harder path, like exactly. having a cakewalk <laughs> this year. But like my my point being, AD goes out and gets his ring. Does he want to come back home and be the superstar Chicago needs? Like they sell him on the idea that you are going to be the guy. We have Zach Levine, right? We have Laurie. We have Kobe White, who's coming up. But you are going to be the okay, guy. Okay, Chris, I'm gonna stop you right there. He was no. a guy in New Orleans. Look how yeah, that but went. New Orleans is New Orleans. It's, it's, it's not a different organization. Okay, it's a different organization. Okay, wait, okay wait, both of you I'm shut up. Still, the league. You can't I wasn't even done with my point because it was bad. <laughs> it's not a bad point at all. It's over because you're saying that he's going to win. Hold on, you're, you're saying that he's going to win a ring and stay in LA. Uh, Kawhi won a ring in Toronto. Did he stay there? Okay, he could have. He could have won another one. It's not different. Hometown 
to be with another star. This lead, you cannot win by yourself. No one wants to be the guy anymore. That's done. Right. But he can actually be a role. He can be the guy somewhere else, but not, you know, not have to count because he has good pieces around him. LeBron already gave the keys to the Lakers to AD. AD is the guy already. LeBron's his Robin. You also have to keep in mind that LeBron's turning 37 next year. And he he might be on a decline. I'm just saying. Average 27. And, you know, AD's probably going to turn into that guy there alone. The Lakers got nothing special going on after this year. But an aging LeBron. So I'm just saying. the best player in the NBA. He can be, absolutely. I'm not saying that he's not, but you're telling not. me Chicago has more to offer than LA where he's No, absolutely not. But Toronto has had more to offer in the world. Hold on. But Toronto had more to offer for Kawhi. No. He absolutely. knew Paul George was going to LA. It That's doesn't why well, it's, but, and it had Lou Williams and Pat Beverly and Montreal right. Harris. They had the team. But here but he, he already Pascal won Siakam, a and He won a championship, which you probably would have but done he, again if he, he would not have won it Toronto. again. He probably would have. You never know that. You never know. And he hates the cold. He hates Toronto. He didn't want to go to Toronto in the first place. He knew he was leaving. That was not a surprise to anyone. Whether they want to ring or not in Toronto, he knew he was leaving. AD wants to already stay in LA. He said it. No, he never said that. He did. He He said, like, he wants to test free agency just for fun because it'd be the first time in his career, but he wants to stay in LA. Yeah, but then that contract's going to be signed the day after the bubble's done. But again, you also have a new regime in your own town. Okay. Be like, hey, Dad, I'm coming home. But there's He's nothing the there to like, draw him there. That's the <laughs> yeah, thing. the Packers are closer. There's absolutely nothing to draw him to Chicago. It's not like Wade right before retirement going back. This is AD in his prime where he wants to win and compete for championships. And he absolutely can win. Chicago is in the middle of a stupid rebuild that's been going on for 20 years. Correct, but it's about to end, is all I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh, well, I'm just saying he signs a long enough contract. It I'm can happen. You, don't get your hopes up. Just like Bart was saying, I'm not get your hopes up with Billy Donovan because <laughs> the Bulls. I'm, not gonna, I'm saying I don't want him to be Phil Jackson. I want him to be a Doug Collins the before Michael is going to be the Bulls. Simple but, as well, that. not anymore. Not anymore. Again, okay, they have a competent sure. head coach. They have a competent head coach and competent for an office. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A coach that blew a 3-1 lead against the Warriors while he had KD and Russ. A coach that couldn't get out of the first round since then. And a coach that should have won this year and then – or should have got out of the first round this year and then still messed it up again. He's confident. You're correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, have, yeah. I have nothing but confidence right now. Yep. Well, let's move on to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> Make it the last thing that we're going to talk about tonight because Tampa's up 2-1 to in the series. They won 5-2 to in game three with – Steven Stamkos returning for about four minutes of ice time, and he still scored a goal. After the game, he was talking about his role in the game, and he just kind of worked around the questions that were asked to him about about his health and his conditions and how he was playing. So what do you guys think about the rest of the series? Because it looked pretty much like Tampa's on a real hot streak right now to finish out this series. Now you can go first with this. I believe it. Um, but at the same time, I said last time Tampa was up 2-1, and we all know what happened. They were up 2-0 back in 2-0 back in 2015, and the Hawks just came back and won in four games, and that ended 4-2. But uh, this is a different 
team. The Stars, uh, I don't know if they're built for this, uh, you know, for this Tampa team. They're scoring at will, and they will probably continue to score at will. I mean, Stars have an amazing defense, but I just don't know how this is going to play out for the Stars. This might be, you know, a 4-1 series by the time. You, but, yeah, it might. it's probably going to end up being a 4-1 series. I don't know if Dallas can win another game. That's oh, just me. So, this team has way too many similarities to the 2019 Blues in the Stars. They have their backup goalkeeper in who got hot in the playoffs. Um, they have random guys stepping up, and they're playing good team defense. The Stars are going to win in seven games. I have in our comments that Stars and six because I have faith in them. But it's going to go seven, and the Stars are going to blow it off. Stars and four, and then, and then five. I did. And then six. Hey, I've said seven. that every single series so far. And have I been wrong? No. Okay. Yes. Well, so, I mean, if you you get a twenty five percent, this is a multi. You, you're running multiple choice. So. So you have a twelve point five percent chance of being right, no matter what you pick. Exactly. So stars and <laughs> stars and five. Stars and stars nine. Stars and six right now. Um, stars and ten. Um, stars so, and ten. I still believe the stars are going to win this because, I mean, Braden points a monster. Victor Hedman's a monster. Vasilevsky is playing well, but I just think the Lightning have to get tired. They played a lot of hockey. <laughs> and, so have the stars. But the stars. Like look at like they actually roster. played more hockey. Uh, they didn't play a five overtime game. Um, yeah, a month ago. Chris, these guys have one day off. <laughs> it's not like they're having a week to recover from that. Uh, so like that still adds up on your body. And Stammer coming in and then getting hurt again—that's going to be demoralizing. Um, you know they played well because Stammer came back and like they had that energy. They were fired up. Now you're like, okay, he's out again. Great. Wonderful. Got to deal with that. And Tyler Sagan eventually has to start scoring again. Can't be cold forever, which maybe he can be, which, I mean, as a Blues fan, I'd be okay with it. Like, let's be real. <laughs> um, if Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn never played another hockey game, I don't think any Blues fan or Central Division fan would be upset. But Miro Hiskinen is phenomenal. Udobin's been good. I'm just saying don't break the stars off yet. I think this game goes six or seven. So Victor Hedman's been dominating, so that's why I think a lot of people are starting to write write the stars off because he's just been he's just been a beast. And since the start of round one, in 19 games, he's been averaging 27.46 of ice time, 10 goals, nine assists. And almost 150 shot attempts, which is insane by a defenseman. Is that good? Yes. Okay. Especially in the short amount of time that they've played. They're outscoring teams 24 to 6 with him on the ice at 5 on 5. My my question is is that if if the series ended tomorrow. And the Lightning win, and I want to do the Stars as well, just because I'm curious to see where you guys' minds are at. But if the series ends tomorrow, who's your con Smythe winner? Well, if the Lightning win, it's obviously Hedman. Uh, I, I would disagree with you on that. What? Kucherov has oh. been extremely quiet these oh, playoffs. Uh, correct. That's why I wouldn't give it to him. Um, I would say it'd be... It's 30 points, though. 
okay, well, I'll give you my breakdown for both teams, whether, like, depending on which team wins, who would get Con Smythe? Yeah. Lightning, it goes Hedman, Point, and then Kucherov. On the star side, it'd be Miro Hispinen, Miro Hispinen, and Miro Hispinen. Um, I, I mean, Hugh Dobin would probably have to stand on his head. The next three games, they'd give the stars a chance and probably put him in the conversation too, but be hissing in by a lot for the stars. I mean, he's their leading scorer in the playoffs. So I don't think it really matters. Like you said, I don't really think it matters what Hugh Dobin does the rest of the playoffs. You literally have to have three shutouts and Hissman has to not skate at all. I agree. I 100% agree. And I, I don't know, you know, I know Hedman's been doing well, but there were a lot of people that were saying Bennington should have won the Conn Smythe last year, and they gave it to the point the point scorer. So that's why I'm going with Kucherov in this one. I'm not saying that it, he would be a lock for it if, if it ended tomorrow, but I'm saying that it, it just kind of feels like the NHL likes to give it to the guy who who makes the game more exciting, and goalies just don't do that enough to be able to yeah. do it. Uh, so that's kind of where my mind's at. Well, like Hedman, he's scoring what he has like 19 points so far as a defense or D man. 20 actually. 20 points. So yeah, as a as a D man, scoring 20 points in the playoffs, playing almost 30 minutes a night with being an alternate captain. Like, I don't. I think he deserves it. I know Bart thinks Hedman deserves it. I understand where you're coming with Kucherov, and like that's why I put him number three. But Braden Point has scored more important goals and bigger goals, so that's well, why I, I put was, Braden Point above Kucherov. Yeah, and I was thinking that too. And Braden Point's played two less games too. Yeah, and he's only two points behind Kucherov, so I think it would be a tight race between them. But I, I mean, Heiskanen, I'd like to see Heiskanen has it locked up if the Stars win. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. But I think it's going to be a definite battle between those three to see who the NHL likes more. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe we see our first uh, shared or co-consmite. That'd be spicy. I don't think the NHL is going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about it. You never know. It's anonymous votes. So, like, <clears throat> it's 50-50. Like, can you just say no? Like, how does the NHL decide who's worthy of it at that point? Who do they piss off? <laughs> well, they probably just go to the stat sheet and be like, uh, you have the most. Okay, we're giving it to you. But, like, how do you – because then you have to be like, how do you weigh a defensive player's stats over an offensive player's stats? Like, that's a whole other conversation. Cause well, Duncan Keith won it. So, here's the thing. Duncan Keith won it back in 2015 because of his time on ice and his contribution. So, it was essentially, I mean, overall points and goals scored. So, I don't exactly, I don't exactly remember the exact stat line, but he did play over 40 minutes a game. So, I think if, it, if you were to give it to a defender, uh, someone on defense, I should say, you're going to have to play a, a hefty amount of minutes. Well, you're telling me Duncan Keith played 40 minutes a game? He played 38. Yeah, it was between. Yeah, it was it was up there because uh, I think it actually was over 40. To be honest with you, I can like I don't know. I can look it up for, for next time. But right 
but he was because Michael Rosenwald was injured and he had to play a, a bigger, it was a bigger load. Um, and he did it. He scored the game clincher and, you know, the Hawks won. So if it wasn't for him, I think Crawford would have won. But the Smith. Uh, do you want to try that again, Matt? Do you want to really try your numbers over? So did he play less than 40 minutes a game? He played way less than 40 minutes a game. Did he? Okay, never mind. I thought he did. 31 minutes a game. I mean, he played that's, 31 minutes a game. It's that's either, so I mean, either that. That's still a lot, man. 31 that is still minutes. a lot. But, like, I mean, Hedman's at 28 almost. And, like, 31 minutes a game isn't – doesn't seem as much now because so many top two defensive pairings are getting close to that 30-minute mark. I don't think Duncan Keith had 20 points. So, oh. No, he didn't. He didn't. Well, Actually, he did. He, he played a big role. He had 21 points. So, Hedman would need to score one more point to match him. The, the awesome part about it, though, is that we're going to get to talk about this for sure on Monday when the Lightning went in and, went in and six. Um, <laughs> five. You That's when game six is. Stars and six. Not so we're going to be recording potentially during game six. So that'll be kind of fun to do some As the stars live won. reactions. All right, boys and girls. Thank Dallas. you for, uh, thank you for your contribution to the NHL. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> um, all right, guys, thank you for joining this episode, episode number 38. Uh, before we end, I'm going to give you all a random stat of the day, a random fact of the day. Someone on DraftKings has placed a 700, I'm sorry. Yeah. $795,000, but, on an alternate over of the game for tonight, which is 41 and a half. So the better would That's win. That's beautiful. Yep. The better would win the 294,000. I mean, That's you don't. Beautiful. Uh, this guy has almost a million dollars to spend on a bet. He definitely didn't need that money. And to only, to only win $300,000 is not. But that means he would, return. Like, he would go over a million dollars from this bet. I mean, yeah, he I was think supposed that's... to see that. That seven figures pop up on a screen like, "Hey, you won a million dollars!" Like, all right, cool. Later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's uh, interesting. It's gonna be that great when he, out. It's gonna be great when he uh, hits the under. He the, could buy us all. Under. He could buy us all PS fives if the that alternate over hits. Wait, did he? Oh, wait, it was an alternate over of forty-two and a half. Forty-one and a half. Wait, is that for someone to win? No, it was just is that just it was general point total. It was a general point total. 41 and a half, right? Yeah. All right. So the final score is going to be Dolphins 21, Jaguars 20. It very well might be that way. <laughs> I would want the Dolphins. I'm, I'm with great. now. Now I don't even care about some of my bets. I just want to see what the over gets to just for this guy. Yeah. yeah I, I hope he loses unless he's going to donate to the podcast. So, guy, if you're listening, guy, if you win, guy, you win. <laughs> hey, buddy, guy. if you're listening, what if it's guy if you know what to do? <laughs> Um, but like, hey, donate like eight hundred dollars to us so I can get a puppy. Like that's all. I want to save Kevin it all. Free. Yeah, donate donate eight hundred dollars to the podcast so Kevin can spend it all. <laughs> I'll let you guys pet the puppy though. It'll be the podcast. Wow, party. thank you. Anyway, this it's is where we end. This is where we're done, Kevin. You're not. You no, know, it's it's for us, not it's just for your puppy. It's for the pod. <laughs> Eight hundred dollars each. Bart doesn't have to know. He's oh, not there we here. go. There we go. Twenty-four hundred dollars. Made you happy. Exactly. Guy. Well, y'all, be sure to tune in 
next Tuesday as episode number 39 is released. And I really hope that we can have some live reactions to game six. If you know, if it gets that far, that would be a really fun episode just to, just to have our reactions to it. So be sure to turn it tune into that, especially if that does happen. Follow us on Inst- Instagram and Twitter at ITM pod as well. Toodles. Please.